0: guys, this is uh, Jerry and Jacob, the two unrelated, unrelated brothers. brothers. <laughs> almost, almost. We'll get
1: there, we'll get there.
0: Hey, this is episode number two, so I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> Much better start. Yes, definitely. Um, so you want to give them a little idea of what we're going to be talking about on this episode?
1: Yeah, well, considering that about, I think, a month or two ago, I don't even remember now, um, it was announced that there was going to be a Dead Space remaster i think is what they're using maybe remake um mm-hmm. and it's october we decided to talk about one of our favorite um not just horror games but just games in general the original yeah. dead space from 2008
0: and yeah,
1: for sure Mhm. and before we dive into like i i played the game on pc um i know jerry you said you couldn't really you did more like re- watch videos on it because you just could, didn't have a chance
0: yeah, so I've been working a lot, and I've been super sick. But uh, yeah, shout out to the Rad Brad uh, YouTube channel. I watched uh, his uh, 4K playthrough of uh, the original Dead Space. Really, really great. If y'all don't know him, I'd check him out. He, uh, Especially like, if you don't have a, mon- a lot of money, but you want to experience a video game, he's a great channel to do that, I would say. Nice,
1: nice. And for me, for my little research here, I would say give a little shout out to <laughs> Wikipedia and... Uh, the YouTube channel Gamers I got a nice little details on the development and history of the studio uh, for Dead Space speaking of which um, I know most people know now it was Visceral Games who developed Dead Space originally though it was EA Redwood Shores they would rebrand as Visceral Games the next year
0: so it was originally kind of like a Wii shooter right because I think I have that
1: that's a different game that was like their follow up game
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's what started that one. Now, and and the crazy thing about this studio at the time, uh, Redwood Shores, they really just specialized in making a ton of licensed games. So they made, like, those old uh, Lord of the Rings games, The Two Towers, okay. Return of the King. They did that. Those they did some of the games, James yeah. – yeah, but those are good, yeah. They made James Bond games. made Tiger Woods games. And this is a surprising one. They made the Godfather game on the PS2.
0: Really? I love – that's, dude, I love the yeah. Godfather.
1: Yeah. So they were definitely a just, you know, um, not to say those games were bad, but more just, you know, chugging out products, just chugging out products with name brand recognition. And that's how you get your money.
0: All right, Not really any
1: IPs. Yeah, no really original IPs until Dead Space, where they took their chance, um, took them a bit to pitch that to EA. And EA said, all right, well, give it a shot. And now, while the numbers aren't entirely confirmed, um, there is a... F- tweets from a former developer for that game who would say, who estimated the budget was roughly $37 million. Wow. And usually, the marketing is about the same as that. So, around $70 million for the whole thing, marketing and budget included. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. And did some good research on this.
1: I, I did some digging. It was tough to find, um, which is crazy to think because $70 million today is a lot. So, for 2008, yeah. that's insane. Well, I mean, look at what was it? Grand Theft Auto
0: Five was like, which that was a lot. Like that over, was a,
1: not not only the studio, but like the the development, but like the marketing too. <laughs> yes, humongous. Mm-hmm. But like for like a a new IP, especially a horror game, that's a that's a pretty big budget.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, so that was announced in September two thousand seven. Like I said, I remember specifically the uh, the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star commercial. That's what sold me on it.
0: You know, I actually uh, think I got the game like years, maybe a year or two after it came out. And I remember, I think I was in junior high. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, seeing that little uh, hand floating in space, man, I just yeah, it was
1: was very um, what's that movie um, uh, Event Horizon esque.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: That's what definitely reminded me of. And so you know, I love sci-fi and I love horror games. So you know, sci-fi horror, boom, like that's that's right up my
0: alley. And one thing I noticed kind of rewatching it, is kind of yeah. like the jargon and the verbiage they use for the technology. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, they're talking about the magnetic field and this and that. Mm. And it, it's kind of like, even though we don't know what they are, right, we, mm. the way they set it up, we kind of have a general understanding of what those, uh, I guess, technologies are doing. So we're not totally lost. Like, I, I just thought that was really interesting how sci-fi uh, worlds kind of set that up
1: yeah like when you um when you you make up your own like science in a any type of media you know it it, to me it's not so important i mean if it's like really realistic then obviously it's important for it to be you know based in real life but as long as it's consistent and you make it make sense in that world then you know i'm willing to like suspend all my disbelief as long as it's consistent
0: yeah for sure and i think this
1: game is pretty consistent with that um so that was announced in september 2007 and it released two different release dates for the pc and console games but in october of 2008 um by february 2009 it sold about a million copies um it was considered a disappointment by ea naturally but i mean if you think about it they sold about a million but they didn't sell that much until like january and february by then they probably sold a lot of um copies for less than like the full sixty dollars
0: Right, I, I actually remember uh, during Dead Space Two, them having that kind of a EA code that you had to enter, like if you wanted to play yeah. online, and if you had bought that game used, you had to give them an extra ten bucks. I remember that, that was like really yeah, that shitty. was
1: that was shitty. Um, <clears throat> and not only that though, this is the peak era of GameStop, so who knows how many. Game people actually played the game probably a lot more than that, but you know I know I bought it used, so they didn't get any of my money for that
0: as well. Yeah,
1: so yeah, I'm sure that played a big role in it.
0: So um, what other factors do you think link uh, led to like there being such a low, yes, uh, response from uh, people buying the game? You know, well, I mean it's always a risk with a new IP, so
1: I'd say that's part of it. I um, mean, you know, horror games is already kind of a risk. I think now. Today that's not too bad because everyone's all about that. But at the time, there were there, the horror franchises were kind of um, I wouldn't say dying, but it was definitely a rut. Mm. Um, I, I can't think of any a lot of horror games at the time. There horror esque, yeah, but not full on like this is a, in the horror genre. Um, but I think another big reason for his disappointment disappointing sales was 2008. Man, was an insane year for games it like look when i was looking into it honestly there's so many games here that we could just do full episodes on too like it's that loaded so uh just okay. for reference i used i used metacritic i know that's not the end all but you know just for the most aggregate scores and stuff just to get an idea of it mm. so this was the year not only that this was the year that Wii came out
0: okay okay so the
1: Wii, yeah. like the top four selling games of that year were all Wii games okay it dominated um Mario Kart Smash uh Wii Sports like that it's that's all it was just Wii, Wii, Wii. um all the way home yeah all the way home it was insane and so besides that though this was when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out April 29 okay.
0: 2008 Oh my god I don't okay <laughs> I don't even I know. To start on GTA 4 <laughs> Wow uh, okay
1: America solid 4
0: Okay yes Classic. Left for Dead. The first or the second? The the first one, Left for Dead, the OG. Okay, yeah, man. Speaking of that, uh, Back for Blood just came out. Oh, is that is that for uh is that related to Left for Dead? Yes, I believe it's the same team, but they kind of had to do their uh, own thing. Just Valve, okay. and I guess Valve. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, Valve. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, another one
1: was Okay, right now. Not. More casual game, but still, it was the peak of the time. Uh, Rock Band 2. Okay, yes. Uh, we had Fable 2. Some of the lesser known ones, Burnout Paradise. Oh, classic. Mm-hmm. Classic one. Uh, Resistance Hall of Man 2. Ooh. Guitar Hero World, World Tour. Wait, Just, so Guitar Hero
0: 2 and World Tour came out in the same year? Yeah. Okay. I really pumped those out a lot.
1: Oh yeah, they did. Like I said, this was that that was peak era of that. Um, And these games I want to mention, because these were the same not only the same month, the same week that Dead Space was released. And that would be Little Big Planet. Okay. And the big one is shocking. Fallout 3. Really? The same week, like maybe days after or before Dead Space was released, Fallout 3. Shit. Okay, yeah. And the same week too? The PS3 port of Bioshock.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember getting that. I don't think I got it when it came out, but yeah. Holy so that God. was the same.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the next month, uh, maybe not critically acclaimed, acclaimed, but of a definitely part of the peak era of the franchise is in November. Gears of War two, and Call okay. of Duty: Modern War.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: zombies. Yep, is zombies. So that. <laughs> So those two that month that month span that is what they dealt with.
0: So speaking of that, I mean there had to have been a uh, cuz you know there's always a year a uh, part of the year where there's like a drought. Mm-hmm. I wonder I mean did it re- when did it release in October? Yeah, in October. Were they go going- Okay, so I-, I guess they were like okay, it's a scary game we're going to release it in October, but I
1: think I, mean, so, I, yeah.
0: I just don't understand why they wouldn't release it like during a drought, you know. Yeah, that I would be- kill.
1: Yeah, I, th- I guess maybe they were just really counting on that to work in October. I mean, I don't know the whole timing of it. I don't know if, like, they had, they want maybe wanted to release it, like, maybe in January or February, where, like, you know, that's where the it's a dead time for games. But maybe they had a deadline, you know? Like, it has to be finished. We want to release it before 2009. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, but, I mean, when you're competing against that, and uh, a fresh ip with all those i mean not only with like these actually like critically acclaimed games but like popular casual ones you know like yeah you're just that you know i remember reading like the ea president going ea president going oh you know we have tough competition usually that's just code for like "Eh, bullshit we're just making excuses in this case you know what that that is a valid reason i think maybe not the only reason but it's definitely a valid reason
0: yeah, big big ups to, for even getting a you know a million sales. Yeah, so um, I know people. Would, if you were trying to do the
1: math, you know you think oh a million copies, sixty million. Uh, but you know you're not going to get all of that. Like, you you probably get half of that. You know that I would assume the company does. <clears> of <throat> yeah. Retail, the physical stuff, you know things like that.
0: Shipping well, and all that.
1: Exactly. But so so even being generous and saying they got sixty million, they got the full sixty million. If the budget was about thirty-seven million and the marketing was about the same, they still didn't break even. Okay. So that they, they definitely <laughs> lost money on that, even though they, even though it did get good, won a ton of awards. You know, everyone, lo- everyone who played it loved it. You know, they, it was, it did. I don't think it's made. It, I'm pretty sure it did not make its money back.
0: Yeah, I. I, I,
1: I can imagine. <laughs> and and I I want to really talk about that too right now because I think that leads into. Uh, the direction it went into, like Death Space Two, obviously is a, I think, a great balance of action and horror. I agree. And then sure. the third one is when it goes full action, and I know a lot of people, especially us, were disappointed in that. <clears throat> but having looked yeah. into this and seeing, you know, the numbers too for Death Space Two, it, it almost like they had to do it because it they weren't making them. If even if they did make money, it wasn't a lot, so they felt like they probably felt like we have to change it up to maybe you know attract a, a larger audience unfortunately it probably backfired they alienated their hardcore base and still didn't make yeah. enough money and thus leading to its its death and and i hope well temporary death maybe with the remake coming out next year yeah but yeah I, I mean, uh, looking into that it's like sh- crap it, 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 it already had a foot in the grave by the time it was born
0: yeah man that's like a. I mean, it definitely wasn't the first horror game series to do that, because I remember uh, Resident Evil 5 was just a huge Mm -hmm. shift to action. And then also the uh, Fear series, which I think came out around the same time um, as it went from Fear 1 to 2 to 3, there was definitely a major shift. Mm. uh, from horror to action, especially, I mean, which we we played Fear 3 all the way together. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, yeah, that was great. But it was definitely a different monster than, Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you remember, I think what it was, eighth grade. I don't know if you remember me telling you about Fear how scary it was. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like that's a a pretty common uh, thing that uh, happened with uh, some of these horror games is a shift from horror to a mainstream kind of Michael Bay action.
1: Yeah, which well, is funny. I think that honestly applies to movies as well. Yes, yes it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens, I guess, when you try to make it into a a franchise. You know, you can only you can't you can only do the same thing so much. But once you change it up that much, you lose what originally made it great. Uh, uh, so, so with that though, it did um to kind of go more into the. Talking about the first game, we might talk about the whole series here, but this is primarily to be focused on the original. Um, it did get a lot of good scores. I mean, you know, the, uh, it, it mainly ranged from, like, the high 8s to low 9s out of 10, you know. So basically, very good to great game. Um, most right. of the praise was for its atmosphere and presentation, uh, mainly sound. It got a t- I remember it did win a lot of awards for its sound design and soundtrack. Um a lot of people like the combat mechanics and the uh, AI, and of course, I know another thing we love of this game was the uh, lack of HUD. Yeah, like the whole screen was used; it didn't nothing floating. I understand why not all games can do that, but in this sense, it it was like amazing. It,
0: like, it really, really well. Love with it. The uh, mm-hmm. the this you know that sci-fi feel like you had your was ammo numbers popping out of your gun you know your health was your in your spine you know uh and even your stasis was on that pack too
1: yeah it was it was was perfect um i think whenever you have that kind of uh aesthetic if if you have like a futuristic aesthetic i think it really lends well to being able to use um little tail hut oh no yeah how about now?
0: Okay, you're yeah, you're back, man. Okay, okay.
1: So I think when yeah, when you have that kind of aesthetic, it's it should lend a hand to make it easier to have a little to no HUD. I feel if you can do that, I feel like uh, and most games should try to shoot for that, if possible. Okay. Yeah, um, for sure. And so that was the main. <clears throat> thing. Obviously, people really dug the whole aim for the limbs, kind of like what they said, like unlearn the headshot. Um. It wasn't as hard as it sounds, but you know, it, it, nice ch- change of pace.
0: Yeah, I mean the first. I mean it definitely. Uh, I would say wore off quick. Mm-hmm. But the like as far as the oh you know you got to aim for the limbs like yeah. that that really wore off. But the introduction to it was great. Yes. You know the blood on the wall. Yes. You know, Shoot the limbs and, and all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> that was like that was just really cool, and that wasn't a new uh thing at the time because yeah. I know. I think Resident Evil 4 might have had it, but you would, like, you know, shoot them in the head and they would turn into another monster. Whereas in Dead Space, you'd shoot them in the head and it would change their style of attack. They yeah, they, they would eat. just
1: go unpredictable. They'd just go wild. Yeah, for sure. And so th- those are the praises for it. And as far as the criticisms, it was mostly to deal with the story. Like, it was the, to quote just overall a few things was just, you know, it's derivative. Uh, poorly written, and that the levels were repetitive, and the mission structures too were a bit repetitive. Those are the main Remember,
0: routines. a silent protagonist as well.
1: Having played it again now, um, I'm indifferent towards it. I don't think it added to it. It may have taken away a little, but it, it was fine. I, I don't think it really had a huge effect on my
0: playthrough of it. Yeah, but I did notice as the series went on Mm -hmm. uh, that Isaac definitely got more talkative, especially because in the second one they had to do more with his mental health and how he was Mm -hmm. kind of going insane. So he had to be more vocal, I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think whenever you have a silent protagonist, the idea is you know you you are this character. But I think the problem with that is I guess because his reason for being there is very personal. You know, to save his girlfriend. You know, obviously you you kind of care obviously but at the same time you, you only do so much because you have no idea the relationship you have no idea what he's thinking really about it so yeah,
0: not your girlfriend
1: <laughs> yeah so i i can see why then that, in, in that sense it would be kind of weak because you can't really you don't really know him
0: like why well, it's so important not only that like if i was in his situation i would be screaming the entire time and I would probably be dead within the first five minutes. But
1: yeah, that, I would say that too. Um, speaking of that too, I remember very clearly when I you first um showed me this game. I was at your house. Um, the the intro right at when they introduced... um hey Felix cat. Um, when they introduced the first necromorph and you're supposed to run away into the elevator, the first one that popped up and hit me, just I just screamed like like a bitch bad. I fucking let loose a scream.
0: I do remember that. It was a <laughs> terrible memory of our childhood.
1: <laughs> it was terrifying. And from I'm there, I'm like, all right, I definitely need to play this game.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, shoot, I, and we really didn't play Dead Space 2 at the same time, did we? I think you got it kind of after the fact. I think, I think yeah, because you got it right away, didn't you? Dude, I stayed up till 12 o'clock. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, like the online was had came out for it. And so I had entered that little code, and the code didn't work. And so I actually got on with EA support at like, and this was like in 2008, so we didn't have cell phones that did all this <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I do now. And so the, the lady wanted me to send a, because this was like the chat, wanted me to send a picture of the code to prove that I wasn't lying. So like I spent like a good 30 minutes, you know, on my stepdad's computer trying to take a picture of it. And then finally, I got another code. Mm-hmm. that one worked <clears throat> and that's actually how i ended up because i guess it was just so new that that code that hadn't worked yet uh, so i remember when you got the game i gave you my code and it worked original, oh yeah i do remember that now yeah um yeah because i i got that and i remember i think i played it all night and then i went to pick you up mm-hmm. school and I we i almost got into a car accident because i was so <laughs> <laughs> i think it was me you and mario mm-hmm we were just our, oh I was gonna, yes <laughs> i think i think i almost drove off with your leg hanging out of the car I don't yeah, know. You, you, yeah
1: you yeah uh, yeah i wasn't in the car yet and you just started taking off I'm like dude what the fuck i'm still trying to get in
0: yeah i, <laughs> and, I was
1: uh, and you're just like dude no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> good times that was funny um so i guess with all of that um before I, I know I wrote down a couple of the main memories I had before I replayed it. Mm. Um, I, I, It was very vague. I remember the gist, gist of it. Um, I do remember I probably would have given it like a, a 9 out of 10. Mm. Back then, having replayed it, I'd say that that, that score still holds up for me. Really? It's very good. Um, it's definitely not perfect. I mean, what game is, but... I, it's as good as I remember. I don't remember it being like a masterpiece. I just remember it being very good and falling in love with, like I said, its mood, its aesthetic, its atmosphere. And that 100%, uh, I still I still love that about that game.
0: I would say my uh, replay of the game was probably very different from yours just because yeah. you were actually playing it and I'm kind of watching somebody play and listening yeah. to them talk. Um, but yeah, it it definitely looked really good. Uh, I'm good at building up, you know, that kind of suspense with the music, mm-hmm. that screeching, you know, and sometimes coming after you. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then I mean, I remember it just like you know, just like yesterday, really. Yeah, I was playing it originally. I mean, it was just, it was a badass game, man. I mean, it it was a classic. You know, that's why I got the second one the day it came out. Mm-hmm. You know, at midnight. Uh, in fact. Getting on to that, man, the open... Do you remember the opening scenes of the second one?
1: Yes, very much so. That one definitely sticks oh. with you.
0: Yes, 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 perfect. But, yeah, that that first one was definitely, um... Uh, I mean, it was just... It was a great game, man. Yeah,
1: for, um... Again, when I play it on my PC, um... I don't have, like, a high-end PC, but it's pretty good, um... I was able to play it as the, pretty much the highest settings you can go. And, uh, I wanted to use the controller but i thought nah, no nah, i i do want to see how it works on a mouse and keyboard um it it, it handled pretty well I mean, you know, i have stupid hands i'm not really a pc guy but even even with that i still still controlled pretty well i felt like it was very responsive um yeah it still looks good like i said when you put it in the highest settings it obviously you can tell it's an old game but it was still very pretty
0: yeah I remember them saying kind of like the corridors kind of all look the same for the game. Yeah, I can see that.
1: That's probably what they meant too, with like some of the, you know, level structure and stuff could get repetitive. For that and that I can see for
0: sure. But to me, that that blends well with the lore because that's like a very uh, utilitarian timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's really nothing for aesthetics. It's all about purpose, and you know, if that's the case, they're not gonna you know make all these colorful always and it's going to mm. be pretty much the same especially because the ship was like on an emergency mode so it's all gonna yeah. be dark mm. you know except for you know places where they really needed the energy like an engine room or wherever else yeah so i mean i get where, where they're coming from at the same time like when you just think about the lore and the timeline yeah i i, I just find that point really moving
1: no, I get that. And like, it, it's not like it's all hallways, you know, like it, I yeah. do feel like th- there is a structure to it. And, you know, it, I think it gives as much variety as it can, given the setting. Like you said, it's not, of course, it's not it's all on a ship. If if it's like different worlds and stuff, then, of course, you want it to be different. But, you know, it's kind of like you're on the Nostromo in Alien, you know, it's no one's gonna go like, oh, it's all the same and stuff like, well, yeah, it's it's a ship. It's supposed to be like that. You know, it's like a like an office building in that sense. That's their office building.
0: Yeah. Which I still haven't played that.
1: <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's more the movie though, like just in that sense. Like it's gonna be repetitive and so like you said, it's just it's meant to be um functional, not aesthetically pleasing.
0: But what really surprised me though, uh I mean is you know, you saying that it lost all this money. But it seemed like they invested a lot in all different kinds of media. Like, I remember them having a CGI uh, movie, mm, yes. a cartoon movie, and then the books, which I love the books, especially Dead Space Martyr. And and so something that's, like, not making money, you would think, you wouldn't want to change that into different kinds of media.
1: I was going to say, I do remember, like,
0: after this came out,
1: like, for a good solid, like, two, three, maybe four years, it was just a Dead Space Media Fest like you said uh the the Wii game the movies um like the puzzle game of dead space the books just a uh, comics like everything you could think of I, they they did that they put their foot in there yeah yeah and
0: uh and the thing is is the the different media really added on to the experience and gave you a different insight like you know whether it was a cartoon or especially the book like the book uh uh, Dead Space Martyr but you uh, basically you were with the character Michael Altman, the supposed mm-hmm. founder of uh, Unitology and actually seeing how Unitology came about and it's yeah. just a total farce. It's like a it's nowhere near like well, what they say happened is nowhere near what actually happened. And so <laughs> like, if, and, and what's crazy is you don't have to know that if you didn't read the book you would never know and you'd be like man fuck mm-hmm. this Michael Altman yeah it's like you know cultists. but then reading it and you find out that it's not like that mm-hmm. just, it, it was cool i felt like i knew like kind of a secret when i was playing the other game mm-hmm. yeah i, I wonder
1: too do you think it would have uh except i I've, i know general story now the first one um since playing it i don't remember a lot of the second one i know the second one dives more into unitology Um. Do you think it would have helped more if they went into the even further into like the background of Unitology, kind of fleshed that out?
0: I felt like they more might have been kind of shooting off the cuff with that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, basically had a, a basis of what they thought the religion would be, mm-hmm. and then they fleshed it more out in the uh, the book. Uh, yeah. So I kind of like that kind of mysteriousness. Like you kind of had enough to kind of piece together what happened. But you might not know exactly what happened or exactly how it happened. Yeah, you always like, want a little mystery
1: with that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So I think, I think it was perfect with that. But mm-hmm. um, like I said, that book just gave that extra insight.
1: Gotcha. Really. Gotcha. Um, one thing I thought was pretty funny in this game, um, I completely forgot there was a map. <laughs> really? I, I, I did not know there was a map. Yes. yes. It, w- it was only when I was playing the uh, obviously like the intro and it's giving you all these things and it said oh there's a map I'm like oh there's a map because I don't think I've ever used it when I originally played it. I might have like obviously I remember probably opening it because you have to but I you know it's just because you just use that uh, the waypoint finder the the little trail that's all I used never used the map really.
0: Yeah it was a cool little uh, holographic. You know it know? was
1: a really cool map I remember appreciating that but it's like damn it sucks I'm never going to use this though. I don't need it.
0: And one meaningless detail I kind of remember uh, from the first game is like in the very intro when you're on that ship mm-hmm. and uh, Isaac is sitting in that chair. There's like a mm-hmm. pretty good uh, danger warning sign behind the chair that, that's like uh, readable. Yeah. I don't know why, but that was so amazing to me. Like, when I first played that game. Yeah, no, there's a lot of little details in here that um I, I liked.
1: Um, So one of them was uh, when you do the inventory, like wherever you put your cursor. Like his head follows it. You know, and that's not like game changing or you nothing. Know? I thought, like, oh, that's a neat little thing to add on. Yeah, for sure. Um another thing I liked and I know you always like this about games is uh the environmental storytelling. Yes. I, I think this game does a really good job of that, you know. It makes you really it really does make you feel like shit has gone down here, you know, having bloody handprints everywhere, you know, all this graffiti and blood. Um you know, dead bodies everywhere, in like the certain positions. You go like, oh, th- I guess this happened. You know, of course, the uh, the audio logs, the text logs, kind of give you a little extra background into what happened.
0: Yeah, those all that kind of environmental stary- storytelling and secondary storytelling was, I mean, perfect because it was all supplemental. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's a nice little extra piece to have, but none of it's a detrimental if you don't have it.
1: Yeah, just flushes that out a bit more and. Given that it was being developed around the same time, I don't think it was purposeful, it was more a coincidence, but you know that's very Bioshock esque as, as well.
0: Yeah. Probably.
1: But I don't think that was like do were copying or nothing. I mean Bioshock, the original one, came out only like a year before, maybe not even a full year either, so that's probably just a yeah. thing that was starting to
0: become more commonplace. Yeah, I I would agree. Uh I mean there's definitely kind of like a um Games kind of follow a, a pattern together.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: actually, it's a, that's definitely it's, one of
1: them. It's it's a copycat world, you know.
0: And whether it's unconscious or purposeful, yeah, I mm-hmm. would, would
1: definitely agree. Uh, another thing I wanted to add was uh, the suit. I believe is iconic. I I love Isaac's suit. What's your favorite I, it, suit?
0: Because I know there's multiple.
1: Um, I know in the second game, they give you a, a greater variety of it. Um, This first one, really, they just, add, they just give you, like, more plates of armor. Mm-hmm. And it's not until, like, the end game, we do, like, uh, the second playthrough where they give you, like, the military one. That's the white one. Yeah. That one's, so, that one's cool.
0: So, also, on the, you know, for the PlayStation, they give you an obsidian suit, which was all shiny black. And then if <laughs> you're on Xbox, I'm going to say they give you, like, maybe a white and green one. But that obsidian suit was badass. I mean, yeah, and, I that. that military suit was cool too. Because it was like a mm-hmm. skull. I mean, it was just really yeah. All all the suits are cool. Even the original was just was badass. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the second one was it like it had they had different attributes? I don't know yeah, if I they remember, kind of yeah. did something. Because I remember they kind of like a sporty, thin armored one, and then mm-hmm. like a, a thick, chunky kind of uh, older one that was like, you know, one of the first suits. But, yeah, uh, uh, they definitely had a greater variety of uh, suits. In the- yeah, and the second one
1: I have to look up. But as far as the first one, you know, like I said, they just really armored you up and then give you the obligatory suit at the end. Um, but still, I think just it's a very simple design, but it's really cool. And I, don't know, I, just, I just always kind of love that kind of thing. Um, I'm looking up his suits now. No, uh, I would uh, okay. I see
0: what you are saying now. <clears throat> oh, you saw the obsidian suit? Oh, yeah, I'm looking them up right now. Yeah, that one that one is really uh badass man. I mean they're they're all they're all really cool. But I remember like trying to level up and get more armor and the, you know, this and that for uh the original. Um mm-hmm. and speaking of the second one, man, uh one of the most like memorable, craziest moments is whenever you actually go back to uh the Ishimura yeah that was i mean actually really remembering like oh should i remember what went down here or what went down there yeah i mean that was just i mean that just shows how impactful the game was you know yeah it's funny yeah there was so much nostalgia in that you
1: would have thought like oh man this was like 10 years ago but it was really only like three or four years and but it felt like a lifetime
0: yeah but i mean i still remembered a lot of it real crisply you know oh
1: yeah for sure it was it was still amazing like, i'm not i'm not complaining about it it was just like it was just so real like oh my god we're going back even though it's not like it was <laughs> that long ago mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing like them trying to clean it up and stuff and you kind of remembering like oh wow this is where this happened and stuff it's, it was it was really neat yeah um
0: yeah and then i know you didn't play the whole uh third one except for the- Kind of the little sections that we Yeah, play. I know we were
1: trying to play it and then it kinda of ran off the rails. <laughs> yeah, man. life life
0: life happens. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. That one, uh I mean it's kinda cool, kinda comforting being there with your friend and, and playing a
1: yeah. horror game.
0: But like I would say kinda had the same vibe as Fear Three in that aspect where you know we're both having fun. And mm-hmm. I feel like one thing they did was they had a they basically split some of our experiences like i would hear something or see something yeah you wouldn't or vice versa and i feel like that was just really cool and that was something that a lot of uh which i don't really know how many co-op horror games there are but i feel like not a lot of a lot of them do that
1: yeah, no, they really don't. Um, funny enough, too, you mentioned that I was when I was looking into the first one for a couple of months while I was in development. I don't know if most games do this, but you know, considering what happened, I found it interesting. With this, they were they there was a prototype of, of a, a co op experience, the first Dead Space, mm-hmm. until they uh, decided it just they just really couldn't nail it. Just decided to make it a single player game. But it was, I guess it's just kind of funny, like that idea was always
0: there since the beginning. Now, okay, so you say you remember the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for Dead Space. Yeah, you remember the commercial for Dead Space Two. Uh, which one? though? your mom's gonna hate this. Yes, yes, you know that, that <laughs> worked for like a high school. That that totally worked for a high school me. You know, I want I, I, mean,
1: I want to say something too because I know looking looking back on it now and reading and reading back things like you know people's opinions on it. I 100% now see why that was a terrible marketing campaign. Because like you you are right for us in high school that's perfect cuz our moms are very much like that. Like you put our moms in there and they're like yeah that's them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was and usually especially for us, especially my mom being super fucking, you know, conservative, you know, the old Hispanic Christian mom, um, you know, if it's something she hates then for me it's like it's probably cool then. Uh but that's, like, aimed at, like, you know, kids in school, and it's like, well, they can't buy that game. So, <laughs> <laughs> not not without a parent. So, that's uh, kind of a uh, not good, not good target audience there.
0: <sighs> yeah, I would agree, because, I mean, it was rated M, so. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's for us, I mean.
1: yes, it worked. I'm not going to say it didn't work. But looking right. back on it now, it's like, oh, no, like, that's, yeah, it's not going to do much for your uh, sales. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you had to get your older brother to get it or <laughs> yeah, well, your luckily, parents, your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily my mom like just wasn't into video games, so she I remember uh being 5 or 6 years old playing Grand Theft Auto 3 while my mom watched. <laughs> just to just to kind of see what it was about. Yeah. And even after her seeing all that deeming it okay for me to play. So I mean that was cool. You know, she just made it very clear that that's you know, it's a video game. Yeah, right. That's good. Yeah so i I was lucky in that aspect she just was like okay yeah i'll get
1: this (laughs) no yeah she she she, he hates anything horror so especially with games since i'm the one doing the killing and stuff oh yeah she hated that just always yelling like what are you playing stop that that's disgusting yeah which is hilarious because they let me get it you would think they'd learn like oh this is probably a bad game but we'll just let them
0: play it (laughs) I mean, it was per. I mean, I, I don't know. I just thought that was like a perfect kind of like teenage boy. It is a uh, commercial.
1: It but, was. Uh, but like
0: you say, like parents are gonna see that and be like, mm, should I really, you know, so, should it, my no, son? Yeah, or no, daughter no, yeah. be playing this.
1: Like at the time, it was perfect. But if I was an adult at the time, I'd be like, oh well, then shit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Oh, one thing I want, and I think, uh, just give another critique of that first game was all the boss fights were a a little disappointing there really wasn't They were more like on the bombastic side very like resident evil 5-esque in that sense just huge Mm -hmm. enemies you need to shoot like the glowing things and that's how you kill them i would agree yeah like it, it again first couple times it is cool but then after like uh i do like the asteroid bit where you have to protect your ship from asteroids that's a nice little change of pace but then there's the second bit where you kind of have to do something similar, but instead of shooting asteroids, you just shoot the large tentacles with, like, the the glowing yellow uh, parts of it. And then pretty much the same thing for the final boss. Um, and then the other, th- like I say, like, all the final bosses, like, oh, big bosses that can kind of, like, get into, like, oh, just stand there, shoot the little things. I mean. That zero- was pretty repetitive, I will say. Yeah. Like, in the zero gravity one, like, I understand what they're going for. Like, it's in zero gravity, you need a jump. And like strategize, uh, you know, use kinesis to throw thing, the explosions at the, uh, you know, the mouth and stuff. But really, like for me, it took me like five minutes. I just like moved back and forth a couple times and just shot, and it was pretty easy. And I'm I'm terrible at shooting. And for me, it was like I got that like easy. Oh, it hit me like <clears> once, <throat> and it was
0: over. Now, uh, where I'd say they really improved on that is the second one. Mm-hmm. Second one, I don't know if you remember when you had to beat Nicole. Ah, uh, oh, I do remember that. One. I one, I remember that uh boss being really 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 tough the, the second one had a lot uh what was crazy too is that
1: um in the first one, I liked uh eventually they did kind of run out of uh different types of necromorphs uh like <laughs> eventually they did just make them black and they just became like you know bullet sponges mm. but even then like, they they did a pretty good job of uh giving different types uh, you know different um you had to come up with, like, different, slightly different strategies on how to fight them.
0: Do you know the story behind the Necromorph designs? I do not. Okay, so, uh, I remember correctly, the team for Dead Space 1 had to look at mangled bodies uh, that were in car crashes. Jesus. inspiration for the Necromorph uh, design. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that would, uh, yeah, that would definitely be pretty disturbing and put a I think, on uh, anybody's day, you know, there'd be a lot of... Uh, Didn't, did something had to be done similarly for The Last of Us? Uh,
1: you
0: it know sounds what? sounds similar. I, I, that I don't remember. I just kind of uh, remember they kind of took inspiration from that uh, fungus that kind of ate up the ants, I believe. Yeah, the, the sex. Yeah, and so they would look and see how, like, a big... And a chunk of you know mushroom would be growing out of an ant, and how it would mm-hmm. uh, basically die somewhere high in the air, so the spores would kind of trickle down right. to somewhere else. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, So that I mean, I I could just imagine that, like, especially because I mean, some people just aren't. I mean, some people like like pictures don't bother them, but for some people, mm-hmm. it's like almost being there at the scene of an yeah. accident you know so i can imagine that really uh fucking one day. yeah like, i guess especially so. being on character design like that's your only job like hey uh, look at these bodies every day and mm-hmm. uh yeah come up with something disgusting <laughs> which they did a great job i will say no
1: they did i will say yeah enemy is fantastic it's disgusting the the baby ones are Oh, awful yes. <laughs> like going into the the met I, I know i wrote that down somewhere like the introduction of those uh necromorphs with those babies floating around and little like lullaby tunes in the background with the baby laughing and the mom but,
0: I, um, in the very opening the mom like hey come here The, well, little that's, baby the second, crawling. that's the second one that's yeah. the second one okay yes i remember that and i was like oh oh fuck
1: that was crazy
0: talking about playing on somebody's heartstrings
1: yeah, that was that's. Oh God! Yeah, that was that was. Like I said, and one thing I did, one thing I did love. I can't believe I didn't do this for the first time too. Is playing with headphones completely different experience. It's a must.
0: I would agree for sure.
1: Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I do remember it the first time playing it around. But obviously with headphones, it's much more noticeable. Is you know the whispering, and kind of getting more wild as you progress because it's Isaac getting more influenced by
0: the marker. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. Headphones is definitely uh, I mean, just speaking on I mean, since it's October, just speaking on uh, Scary Games mm-hmm. Headphones definitely raise the bar for uh, Whatever you're playing Because I know that was kind of a common tactic In a lot of horror games, especially like, for instance, Fear mm-hmm. um, Or Outlast uh, Outlast 2 uh, Which, you know, are kind of newer horror games Compared to uh, Fear and Dead Space Yeah, but Except- uh
1: Sound, um, I don't think you necessarily need it to make a good horror game, but if you really want to scare the hell out of the player, it is definitely something you got to focus on.
0: You know, I will agree with that because there are uh, some PS Vita games that use that kind of 8-bit uh, or 16-bit kind of graphics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, I mean, they're pretty good horror games, you know, and they do have <laughs> simple horror designs, but uh, for a majority of them, they're pretty... They're not pretty. They're not really detailed the way you would, uh, as what you would find in a Dead space or mm. a more modern title. Uh, I mean, but yeah. So <laughs> yeah, the, headphones just totally bring a different uh, dynamic into it. Yeah, I think with like action
1: games or just other things like that, you know, it probably it's probably always better. But I think you can get away with not using them. But I think now, I definitely with like horror games, like you, you gotta use headphones. <laughs> Like, hearing all the, the clanging and, like, things hissing and howling, like, what the, where the hell is that coming from? Just It's yeah. always on edge.
0: Because there is a lot of environmental horror, because you're mm-hmm. you are on this industrial, you know, thing where there is, you know, loose hoses, there is, you know, fucked up vents. And not only that, that's how the necromorphs uh, travels through the vents, so you will hear, yeah. like, a dum, 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 and you're like, oh, fuck, then nothing will be there it'll happen again five minutes later and then there will be a necromorph or there won't like they, that that's the thing, is they're just like it's it, it really does kind of mess with you me, like oh fuck you it does
1: me? um so, so one thing is uh there were a couple of times where i can you know, exploit the ai like when i got like if i felt like I was overwhelmed um i could like back into a room behind a door and like you know the enemies wouldn't like go past and I could just shoot them from there uh that that was i don't blame the game for that it's just be kind of like taking advantage of it but there were a couple times where like i did try to do that i see a necro, i'm in the room i see a necro morph pop out i'm like i'm not ready for this so i back up and just you know i'm tr- gonna try to like go around it i hear it like go back to the vents and as i'm moving forward again it pops up from the vent behind me oh shit yeah so it's like oh that's a nice little thing where like they they did think about, like, okay, these players are going to try to, like, you know, cheese this thing, so we're going to find a way around that.
0: Yeah. I thought that That's was a cool. nice little thing. Yeah, that is really cool. Kind of turning your weakness into a, you know, a, a positive.
1: Yeah. yeah, like I said, there were a couple times I could do that, but it wasn't all the time. There were, there were times, like, the AI, AI was able to go, like, oh, no, fuck this, I'm, I'm, I'm going around.
0: And so, <clears throat> I just kind of wanted to jump back to the headphone thing. Uh, yeah. Especially this being October. Uh, have there been any games that you've played uh, without headphones and then you went back and played with headphones that you noticed there was, like, maybe some whispering or something kind of creepy that you didn't hear before?
1: Um, as of right now, like I said, since this is that's mainly going to be on my PC when I play like that, play like that um, obviously Dead Space, that was the big one. Uh, let me look at my other games, because I know I played a couple more. Go on
0: Steam. Um... Let's see there is one that kind of pops up for me, and it's on a kind of a non horror game, but uh on Fallout new Vegas, uh that first town that you're in, mm-hmm. there's a uh cemetery when you go in that cemetery, you can hear whispering, and that was uh, oh,
2: artistic.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that when there are horror elements in games that aren't necessarily horror, like uh, I don't know if I told you, but I'm playing uh Far Cry Six now yeah and uh you know there are these kind of secret uh treasures that you can find there's this old abandoned castle mm-hmm. and uh you go in there and whenever you walk next to a mirror it explode
2: it's really? like,
0: oh shit you know, yeah and you'd hear whispers mm-hmm. and this and that Well you find a button you kind of find it's like a scooby-doo thing where there is something going on but it's like more technology than ghosts So I just thought that was kind of cool, because that's definitely a, you know, that's a non-horror game, you know, for them to put that in,
1: was cool. One I definitely do want to try, I haven't played it, but once I'm able to get, find a way for it to work on PC, would be uh, Fallout 3, because that's very much a game that's not horror, but has a lot of horror elements in it.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree. The, what is it, the Dunhill Tower, if I'm not mistaken? Dunhill, I think it's just a Dunhill building, maybe. Yeah, that one had a lot of uh, like Cthulhu kind of. Uh, and what was that author's name who came up with Cthulhu and all that stuff?
1: Oh, um, Lovecraft.
0: Yes, yeah, so there was a lot of Lovecraftian elements to it. I would say.
1: No, yeah, definitely. I think they all have like I think since um. Bethesda's gotten a hold of it maybe the word in the first two but I haven't played them so I can't say but for all the other ones there's always like a Lovecraftian reference in them yeah um, and speaking of that too I feel like that's a uh, that's very much in play in that space too as well you know the cosmic you know humans are an insignificant type of deal
0: yeah yeah I mean that that uh Fallout 3 was definitely a master at storytelling using the environment. Um, yeah, oh, and I would like to address this. I don't know. You notice, but sorry if I'm a little low energy. I'm getting over a, uh, I guess, a non-COVID-related illness. So I, I kind of feel like a gas. But uh,
1: <laughs> And for me, no. I am recovering from a fractured foot. So I'm on meds as well. So, you know, we're just,
0: we're doing our best here. <laughs> We are both disabled at this moment. <laughs> disabled, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> all of those um, those games, like the Fallout series, were really phenomenal at storytelling and did have some nice uh, horror elements. And in fact, I mean, there there's some of the best kind of horror horror ish kind of memories for me as a kid were from non horror uh, titles like. Uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, Undead Nightmare, was just yeah. one of my favorite zombie shooters. Now, I mean, it wasn't like scary, you know, scary, scary, but it, mm. it was pretty. It could be creepy at times.
1: Creepy, yeah. I think sometimes it, things won't always scare you, but it can make you feel uncomfortable when it's unsettling. That's just as good.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, <clears throat> you know, speaking of the Dead Space series, you know, we've been talking mm. the majority uh, about the the series for, during this episode. Uh, what is like the standout moment for you? You know, uh, I mean, it could be Felix. the one three. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: standout moment in the series. Oh man, um, let's see. If I had to pick, okay, let's do it easy. If I had to pick the something from the first one, it would be. Mm, I definitely think the first one for me would be when you first get attacked by that giant tentacle from the wall, that scared the fuck out of me when it first happened. When it just like comes out and you have to like start aiming at it before it pulls you into the wall and just absolutely ev- eviscerates you. Yeah. That, uh, made, that definitely stand out for me in the first game. The second one, that's when hmm. there's a good amount. Um, the opening is phenomenal that's iconic. Uh, the introduction of the baby necromorphs, like you said, going into his mother arms and then just exploding. But then, of course, you know, the freaking needle in the eye, that's probably the one that remains very, no pun intended, visceral to me. That's such a visceral memory. For um, sure. The maker's hold again, you know, that whole thing. Um,
0: that was definitely a Mortal Kombat moment to me. That I...
1: Jesus. I will say, yeah, they did not hold back with Isaac's death. Sometimes I would die on purpose just to see, like, how he would die in the situation.
0: You definitely explode
1: sometimes <laughs> um and the third one i i do, i we probably only made it like a third of the way through and nothing really crazy stuck out to me there so i i'd say then for the moment it would definitely be the needle on the eye that's what i think of first i'd say when i think of that space
0: okay i could agree with that uh <clears throat> so for me the standout moment in the series definitely be for me the opening of uh of the game in Dead Space 2 when, yep. when that guy comes to save you and then uh, a necromorph comes and you know clings onto the back of his head and then all his skin mm-hmm. falls off. That was just crazy. Um, yeah. And then oh. in 1 uh, <laughs> and uh, that guy like you're coming up against a hallway and that guy's just banging his head against the wall. Yeah, it, see the shadow. that's a good one. That, and then uh, I think this was the first one where that guy, you're walk, you walk up to him and he slips his own throat. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. That's we have, too. That was, that was kind of crazy.
1: Oh, man. Um, what was I going to say? Um, Another thing I liked, it's um, very minor, but I really think the market design is really cool. Uh, just uh, nothing fancy about that. Just I, I think it's a, a nice little design for something like that. It just looks menacing and evil.
0: Are you talking about the uh, cover? oh the marker design the marker, okay. the, marker the actual yes.
1: marker <coughs> yeah like i yeah, saw absolutely. that and i'm like i kind of want that as like a paperweight or something on my desk yeah
0: uh, yeah uh you can actually get i think on etsy like maybe some uh paperweights of it you know especially yeah. with that uh 3d printing and all I that. i was just
1: saying yeah i was looking at ebay for that too but i think etsy yeah would be a better place for that but like i saw them like oh i definitely want that it looks cool
0: sure uh Yeah, man, that marker design. So in the book, they actually find the original marker in a place called Chicks Club, Mexico, which uh, they say Chicks Club means the devil's cell. I don't think that's really accurate, but uh, (laughs) it supposedly it supposedly came with the uh, meteor that killed out uh, wiped out all the dinosaurs. Okay. Um, yeah, so Michael Altman, the actual supposed creator of Unitology, was mm-hmm. part of the team that. Because uh, I mean, that that crater filled up with water and turned into a lake, and uh, you know they found this crazy power or energy kind of marker there. Uh, no pun intended, or maybe <laughs> intended. Or not. And uh, they went down to the bottom. Uh, him and another uh, character mm-hmm. and grabbed uh, it and took it up and. Uh, kind of when shit went uh, haywire yeah and uh, uh and that kind of introduced the kind of alien origins of uh all of that Which so i will say i know you don't know much about dead space 3 but mm-hmm. i will say that space 3 kind of fucked up on the whole introduction of the aliens and there um, were some cool things with it but there were some really shitty things about it too i will say yeah, okay okay
1: no i can believe that like i say okay I'll, I'll, i will give it a chance one day especially playing with you um but now, yeah, this, my next one would definitely be playing the second one. Uh, I don't know if it gets sued for this, or they're gonna come after me, but it's safe to say Unitology is just basically Scientology in this universe, right?
0: Ooh, ooh, second episode, and
1: you're already trying to get some heat on us? We're edited it out, we need to. Let's just say Unitology definitely has some inspiration, then, from the real war- real life. Let's go so, with that.
0: I, uh, I would definitely agree with your uh, statement, and... For all of those people who are interested in Unitology, I would recommend the HBO documentary Going Clear. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I would definitely agree. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that universe's uh, Scientology for sure.
1: <laughs> Especially in the end when it does like the little text on it kind of shows like this is how you progress in the church and stuff. Like, oh, that's very obviously <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yes.
0: Little L. Ron Hubbard
1: basically yeah that's the it's all what altman is um like so that that was mostly in the end um as far as the crazy cult wanting to transform into other beings and stuff you know i guess i don't know well, maybe, all, at the, maybe at the time it was original
0: i guess now you're kind of like yeah you know whatever another one it, it all came into like a singularity like becoming mm-hmm. one i think that was the goal of uh that uh of you know Unitologies. Hmm. Uh, that was our end goal. Is, is kind of all becoming one.
1: I guess I'll explain the name. Yeah, Un-
0: unitology. Unite. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I feel like they could have expound expanded more on the religion itself.
1: Yeah, I can understand the first one because like, who knows, who knew like what they were actually planning? I like, guess they just thought it was gonna be a one-off or something, and that's kind of why they just threw most of that at the end. Like I said, definitely in the second one, I know they. I don't remember a lot of it, but I know they were definitely more of a uh a presence in that one.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, I I mean it was a uh it was a nice they they had their own little lore and their own little language that was really
1: cool. And you so, said yeah, they, they, I can't want <clears throat> that. At least with every game it seems like they, they added more to it, which is which is something I can always appreciate. They just didn't go like here it is, you know what you're dealing with.
0: Um they, they always did try to give it layers i will say the book really did add a whole another element to the religion like i said it was about uh michael allman the supposed mm-hmm. creator of uh unitology I, I wouldn't i couldn't recommend it you know enough
2: okay i um, mean maybe,
0: maybe when i'm working nights again i have to be a good way to kill time yeah man just get a little audio book or something i mean, just listen to it man. all right all right <clears throat> yeah, we'll um, give it a shot. then to keep on with our kind of Halloween themed kind of thing. Another video game book uh, that was way better. Well, so Dead Space: Martyr wasn't better than Dead Space. It was a different animal. Mm-hmm. But one book that was definitely better than the actual game itself was the Dead Island book. Dead Island uh, I don't know if you know about it. Zombies. and all that. Um, The yeah. book was way a thousand times better than the actual game. Huh.
1: Was that was the game? Was the movie? I mean, was the game? Did the game come first or the book?
0: Uh, the uh the game came first. Okay, in fact, okay. uh in the game you could find little t- it's books, you can find copies of the book on tables and shit.
1: Okay, so it was like already kind of like planned for that then.
0: Yeah, and that, uh the author did a really really great job, I would say, hmm. especially making those characters come alive because I feel like that's one thing they uh Mark they missed uh during the Dead Space game. For sure. sure. Mm, okay, gotcha. Sorry, de- uh, Dead Island. Dead
1: Island, right, 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 right. <laughs> no, that's cool, that's cool. We're mainly talking about that.
0: But, uh, and so, so, what's some other horror games that really kind of left a mark on you that you were like, that you thought were really great? Maybe even some that you thought were good, but you just cannot beat. They're just, I mean, for lack of better terms, like too much. You just don't, you just don't want to do it. Hmm.
1: Looking back on it now, I mean, there's a ton of horror games I wanted to play, but I just can't for whatever reason. Like, so I've never been in any of the Silent Hill games, but looking through them and like watching playthroughs and stuff, it's like, man, this looks amazing. I would love this kind of thing. Um, as far as actually having actually played, the first Outlast was great. Um, Amnesia is a classic. I think anyone who likes horror games probably knows about that. Obviously, that's definitely a classic.
0: Uh, it kind of kicked off the kind of uh, genre of the kind of run and hide, kind of like Outlast. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah, 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 I would say Outlast is very
1: heavily inspired by that game, for sure. Um, I really liked Alien Isolation. I've never been in it because sometimes I, I don't have anxiety, but that game gives me hard anxiety. I have to like pause it every like 20, 30 minutes just to go like, Jesus Christ, I cannot take this. This is too much.
0: Is that just due to the kind of... St- Stalking, being stalked by the alien? Or it's something. a lot of
1: stress. It's stressful. Um, which is, I guess, a good and bad thing. Because obviously it's good because that's the point of the game. You want to feel scared. But I, I guess for me personally, it gets a little bad because, like, well, I can't even play the game now. I just can't handle it.
0: So uh, for me, one game that I still haven't, well, two games that I still haven't beaten. Uh, one is Resident Evil 7. So I haven't mm. beaten it, and I have the VR. I have yet to play it in VR. I just kind of don't even want to because it's already yeah. anxiety inducing. <laughs> I imagine. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm actually stuck. I think when you're, you you got to actually kill the dad with a chainsaw or something. Ah, uh, I know that part. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's that, and then Outlast 2. So I really love Outlast 2 for mm. cr- uh, crudity, or yeah, it's it's how crude it is, and it's you know mix up kind of how it mixes that with religion. Yeah, I know it's kind of like a cheap. You know, but I, I, as a person, I love crudity. I love, I love crude things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just me. I think it's great. But yeah, so that, like, kind of <clears throat> the mixing, like, religion with this gross sexuality is just, yeah. Like, that's it something was, different.
1: That, that, watching you play that, it's like, I know you always well, you want to play this? Like,. No, I don't actually. I'm very uncomfortable. Which that's not it's a, so gross. Yeah, exactly. And again, that's not me like shooting on the game. It's just that it did so well. It's like I don't even want to touch it.
0: <laughs> and like I said, I think a lot of people think that's an easy out, and maybe it is. Maybe it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I will say, I mean, it did its job. I st- I bought it, and I still have not beaten it. And
2: uh, uh, you know,
0: oh no, I- Okay, well, you cut out a I- bit. Argument. uh characters that seem supernatural aren't. You all right? Yeah, you're cutting in and out a bit. Okay, okay. So, uh, saying okay, so you know the, the the game did its job as far as uh, scaring me enough to where I really don't want to play it. I mean, I do. I feel kind of dirty when I play it. Yeah, um, um, that, that is an interesting thing to think about. Like, is a game
1: is that a detriment? Is that is it more detrimental, or is it just show how uh, good a game is at at its job when, like, you don't even want to play it anymore,
0: you know? Well, I feel like it's also part of how, as an adult, I view uh, video games. So Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about you, but, like, when... when, Well, actually, I do know, because we would play Call of Duty a lot together. But, you know, we would play a lot of online games, and we would play a lot of multiplayer. But, like, not just me and you, but, like, a bunch of people that we don't even know. Yeah. but, But now... I don't. I don't play multiplayer, and I don't play a lot of games that stress me out, because it's like, you know, the world stresses you out, so when I'm playing games, it's something where it's like, trying to relax, or I'm trying to enjoy something, and it can stress me out to a certain point, but if it becomes too uncomfortable, then it's like, why am I doing this? Whereas a kid, it's like, you know, you have no stress stressors, really. I mean, there are some, but you know, you you get what I'm saying. It's a totally different kind of stress than being an adult. Yeah. So... That definitely has affected the games that I do play. I mean, I have played uh, some horror games. Um, uh, you know what? Though I'm not gonna lie, a lot of them kind of escape me. Uh, games that I've played recently that are kind of horror uh, based. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I am quite the fan of, of horror games. I do have a lot. I actually have uh, Silent Hill Two on PS2, which is a you know classic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love zombie games. Zombies are like my thing. I love zombies. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, Re, Re, Resident Evil two, three. I I was
1: never like an OG fan of Resident Evil, but I've I've played a couple of the remakes. Mainly main, the biggest one being two. I haven't played that one. Now I'm like, oh okay, I can see why people like this. This is really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. And see, I uh, just I I haven't played it. I haven't played two or three or the remake of one. I just. I actually remember uh, seeing the original being played with uh, Arturo. I don't know if you remember Arturo. Oh, yeah. I oh, Arturo. Yeah, so his mom used to babysit me. And uh, him his, him, and his brothers were, like, big Resident Evil fans. Mm-hmm. So they would just sit on this little TV and, and I'd watch him play uh, the first Resident Evil. okay.
1: With the, I think... It, it's it's uh, a I know like for uh, older fans it, it's a shitty game but for me it was terrifying when I was little it was Resident Evil uh, Survivor on the PS1 I could never beat it because it, like the first level would always scare me and I would just always quit. It was Resident Evil Survivor. Well, I heard it's a really crappy game, but when I was just so little, you know, the zombie noises were enough to make me go, "I quit. I'm not playing this anymore."
0: Yeah, I remember uh, fear. The original fear, I stopped playing it mm-hmm. for about three or four months before I got the ball. <laughs> to be fair, I was like in maybe seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. But yeah, and then when I finally did beat it, I was like, oh, like, oh yeah, I beat this game. You vindicated. <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of like, I enjoyed it, you know, I enjoyed I enjoyed it and I didn't at the same time. And I ended up buying the second one and really enjoying that one And you play the third one. It's funny, like I think when,
1: especially with horror trilogy, it seems like the first one's very kind of crude, very focused on horror, and then the second one's a perfect balance of action and horror, and then the third one they just goes straight action. I feel like that's a pretty yeah. common trend.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, and Fear One had some like really cool slow mo effects. I remember just slow mowing, throwing grenades, just watching. Yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, so speaking of remakes, um, are you excited for that Alan Wake remake?
1: I I have never even heard of the first one, so I'm kind of curious to see how that is.
0: If I'm not not mistaken, it's kind of like an Xbox One or Xbox 360 kind of game. Uh, kind of I don't really know too much about it. Um, but I mean, it it did seem cool. Uh, cool enough for me to you know maybe dip my toes in it, see what it's about. Yeah. Which I definitely do plan on getting uh, the new, the remake of uh, Dead
1: Space for sure. I was just about to ask, um, having, now me, like, having replayed and you seeing it now, like, are you, like, super excited for the
0: remake? Well, I want to see, so I'm hoping it's a remake more than a remaster, because, you Mm -hmm. know... I feel like the real difference is is a remaster is like, for instance, what The Last of Us did. Because The Last of Us, what they did is just slap the graphics for the cutscenes and made the whole game look like a cutscene for the PS4. So I feel like that's a remaster. They already had those uh, textures, you know, ready to go. They they just didn't have a console that was powerful enough to play them. Whereas a remake, you know, they're going to have to do do all of this from scratch and kind of, you know, keep everything the same. You know, story-wise um i'm hoping this is a pretty badass uh uh remake rather than a maybe a remaster when they change a couple of things but it maybe looks you know maybe 50 percent better yeah oh my god you
1: animal sorry my cat's being a fucking menace <laughs> go away felix <laughs> animal okay so this is looking up real quick article from august 31st um he uh they are actually getting the original voice actor for isaac Clarke back and he will talk in the first game
0: cool that that makes me wonder if they're gonna go the whole route of resident evil where they're gonna just go ahead and remake them all i
1: mean maybe this is the test of it where like if it sells well now like okay people this is a market for this so now let's let's go it's kind of like what I think they're kind of doing with um, a completely different game, but um, you know, destroy all humans. We, you know, giving a fresh coat of paint and just seeing how it does, and if there's a market for it, well, then they'll do it again. So maybe they'll make new ones. Have you played that yet? I haven't. I want to though, because I love those games, um, and they are going to remake the second one. So it seems like that that's working for them. Um, as far, okay, okay, so yeah, for Isaac talking in the first game, he will only speak when spoken to and he will sometimes speak in a situation where it would feel weird if he remained silent. So kind of like what you were mentioning, <laughs> like when all this crazy shit happening, he's like not saying nothing. <laughs> all right. So it does look like there are going to be some differences in the, uh, remaster, make to make it a little more like a remake. Okay. So they are getting the original voice actor f- for Isaac back for this remake.
0: Is it anybody we know?
1: Um, Gunner Wright, that name does sound familiar. I mean, besides him being the uh, voice for Isaac back then. Let's see. I'm trying to see. What has he done? I'll see Dead Space. It looks like he's mainly in, like, uh more like a supporting actor and things.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. That he yeah. got.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got big. it back. That yeah, that's always cool. It seems like yeah, I, I would say like more like supporting roles and things. He has been in a couple of big movies, but as far as like voice work, it seems like the main one. Yeah, is just uh, Dead Space as Isaac. Kind of in some pictures I'm seeing of him, it kind of does look like Isaac too, with the kind of grayish short hair and a beard.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So as far as like uh, when he talks, um, apparently there are two main rules. Uh, one, Isaac will primarily only speak when spoken to, and two, Isaac will sometimes speak in a situation where it would feel weird if he remained silent. So I'm assuming when like crazy shit happens, like where he like someone would scream or
0: like just yeah, go no, what I... the or say like what the fuck, you know, things like that. I feel like that's one thing he did do a lot in the first game was remain silent.
1: Yeah, like I, I, would, I would think like he would like go crazy the first time he, he saw like Nicole, you know. Like he would definitely sing a lot of things to her. Yeah. So that 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 is good. Um, dismemberment is going to be more
0: complicated. I'm Remember assuming... them saying something about like uh, maybe one shot may take the skin off and expose bone or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
1: so it seems like more like it would be like uh, more of a, uh, what's the word? Uh, I think the wording they use here is a more organic feel. Like, yeah, kind of like it slowly loses. You can, the damage is cumulative. That's the, that's what I mean. So maybe one it's shot can so do it, but there are other times where like, like you just said, skin, muscle,
0: bone, and all that. Okay, that would be cool. Especially if you get like a real chunky necromorph.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice little um, chunker apparently the physics in zero gravity are going to be different. It'll be a lot more floaty. Floaty. I like that. Okay. Yeah, you're actually like kind of floating around I guess like an astronaut instead of just like jumping from like place to place.
0: I feel like it was like that because you had those magnetic shoes.
1: Yeah. I I think even here they're like that was apparently a criticism but I liked it. I mean I'm all for you know making it more realistic and all that but I, I still liked it's I, I really like the zero gravity uh sections and the visual. Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: especially the fact that they're silent. It's pretty
1: creepy. Uh, as of now, you know it's always EA, so we'll see, but as of right now, no micro micro I don't know how you do that anyway, but knowing EA you never know. <laughs> Shit.
0: Have you seen Call of Duty lately?
1: That's what I'm saying, I mean well, that's a different thing, but like, I mean, hopefully, this it's a remake of a fucking single player horror horror game. Just, just hope they keep to that. Let's just hope so.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, apparently they're gonna have more uh different ways of, I guess, incorporating the lore into the game. Okay. Um, so, so I lore... think I think they said um it'd be more like a lot more environmental storytelling it seems
0: okay i can get down with that uh,
1: may, i guess maybe um i guess maybe like to maybe adding more audio or text logs so it doesn't like like you said like it's bonus stuff but it's not gonna
0: like completely <clears throat> change the game if you miss it that would be pretty cool man i'm actually really excited uh for this man i, I uh I mean, just watching it kind of made me relive some relive some stuff, but it was definitely a, a different experience from uh, replaying it. I will say, so um, I'm excited. Uh, mm-hmm. And but and I'm another
1: thinking. one is it's supposed to uh, flesh out its side characters, mainly Nicole. Okay. So, so they want to make it actually feel like you were looking for her, and that uh, the more you look for her, the more you learn about what happened to her during the outbreak. Because I will say that yeah, the first one I, you go like chapters and it just went like without anyone ever mentioning Nicole, which is like the main purpose of him being there.
0: Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. And I said this was a couple. This was
1: a couple months ago, like a month and a half ago. To whom there's probably more info that I've missed out on, but I mean that seems all pretty promising. So I, I guess maybe it's mainly a remaster, but definitely adding some stuff on there so maybe it is actually i would classify it as a, a remake now
0: now did the Resident? well you've never played the original resident evils did you
1: yeah i haven't
0: okay yeah because i was gonna ask you know if anything if they did anything like that with the new ones
1: uh, i know the second one no they definitely changed it a lot because i know the second one what they did was that was definitely a remake because the first one is like tank controls like fixed cameras and the and the second one the remake of the second one is over the shoulder you know it 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 controls like a modern game but it still kind of feels like a throwback like with the zombies being really tough to kill um a lot of back backtracking but in a good way felix oh my god i love you but you gotta get out of here go away um (laughs) So, I, I, but that's a lot different because, you know, that's a remake of a game from, what, the freaking 90s or early 2000s? Yeah. Where this one's the more, it's, it's definitely old, 2008, but I, it's still, I'd say, pretty modern, all things considered. That's really pretty, uh... But, I mean, just based on those small details, and I, I don't think it's coming out until July, so it's still plenty of time for things to change and more info to come out. Um but that seems very promising and just from the screenshots I've seen in the little videos, it looks amazing, obviously.
0: Yeah, it looks like they got some cool uh ray tracing kind of going the lighting. on the lighting is beautiful. The lighting and the damage. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I did it see looks... like kind of a little thing where they're showing them shooting the necromorphs and how it would take off a layer of,
1: you know, muscle mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I'm looking at a, like a comparison of like a screenshot from The original to the new one and yeah the lighting is beautiful there's a lot more uh, resolution on his suit and yeah there's like the fog and everything it looks just really cool so i don't know if they showed off any um enemies yet they're probably waiting on that
0: no so I, i did see like a little demo of them shooting some necromorphs uh and showing the damage that was like in like in a weird like little vr demo thing right yeah yeah
1: okay so i'm really curious to see like uh how it's gonna look all of it i mean so yeah having played that one and seeing how well it it held up um so now with more uh with tighter controls and modern graphics uh yeah i'd say i'm pretty hyped for that as long as they keep to their promises of like adding those things and not trying to like monetize it like i said i don't know how you really would but you know there's always a chance um yeah i'm I'm not too. Su- I'm not like. I'm i not like on the hype train or nothing for it. But I'm. I'm pretty stoked for it, especially maybe by then I'll have a PS5 and it will look even better.
0: And I hope so. I'm telling you, join Twitter, man. There's plenty of people who send out little, uh, you know, like little warnings that they're about to do a drop. And then, uh, <laughs> key is is for you to do it. And Alyssa, y'all both get on your old phones, mm-hmm. have your credit card ready. It's Evelyn's first time help helping me i uh-huh. got it i've been trying for months never never broke through the barrier well oh, shit her first time immediately she got it <laughs> Ugh. yeah i'm excited for that
1: and you know what I'm, I'm really hoping that it sells well and they'll remake the second one and that'll maybe open the door for uh the revival of it of them actually adding new games, whether it was with Isaac or something completely different, you know, yeah, man, maybe even I, like doing yeah, a I mean I, hope I know it it's not you know, something yeah, I hope I hope at least the more like even if it's like a little i guess predictable where like maybe you go to the original, like kinda go back to like them uncovering the original marker, you know, see so, how you know, that all plays out,
0: I will say that would I would probably have to be a more hide and survive kind of thing where you're not killing anybody because uh <clears throat> i believe towards the end there were some necromorphs mm. but it would be more so dodging the people who are actually forming the religion right. I think that would be a really interesting uh element maybe you playing michael Altman and uh yeah i i think that's actually a really good idea but yeah you would have to hide because the story is basically everybody else was going insane but except for michael Uh, Altman. So because of that, they immediately kind of gave him like like they felt like he was some kind of saint or messiah because everybody else is going crazy and he's the only one that's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, I would go the more you're a non-believer route than that, I guess. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, for some reason they kind of Elevated him like he was something important, and, and mm-hmm. the saddest part is he was like, "No, this you guys are fucking nuts. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want any part of this. What are you doing? You're killing yeah. yourselves. You're killing others. You're doing all this crazy shit." Um, but yeah, that I feel like that would be something you could do with kind of like a run and hide kind of game. That would be risky too, though, because
1: it's a completely different from what's Death Space is known for. If that could be like a the first new game for, like, the revival of it, you know, it, it, it's definitely one of those, like, do you, how much do you want to change? But also, like, you know, you don't want to, like, turn away the old fan
0: base. It's like those are really hot, though, man. Look, look at Resident Evil 7. It's not a complete, you know, run and hide. Mm-hmm. But when you're up against one of those characters that they don't want to die, you're pretty much, you got to hide. There's not really much you can do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess kind of like what we, like I was mentioning before, you kind of, you, you change it up, but don't lose, you know, your identity, your core identity.
0: Yeah, and but at the same time, you would you'd be building your core identity because this is the origin story.
1: Yeah, that's true. So if you want to go that route, or maybe you know, play it even safer, give do something new with Isaac. Maybe just do do something completely different with Dead Space three, or just I don't know. Maybe it's still canon and just
0: yeah do something else. I, I, I feel I'm, like they I'm, need to I'm, rework the religion and the alien parts of it, because they're really fucked up, I feel like. Uh, I won't spoil too much, because we haven't played it together all the way through, but you'll yeah. see whenever we do uh, continue playing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I, I think it'll, I, I'll i predict that it sells well enough for them to have faith in it, and they'll remake the second one. And from there, who knows what will happen. But I think the first two would definitely be remade.
0: I feel like the marketing it can be so much different now because back then uh, I don't I really don't remember YouTube ads being like a really huge thing the way they are. Yeah, now. no, yeah,
1: definitely not. It was, it was still like finding its footing. As yeah. As so as, like,
0: how yeah. much cheaper or more expensive is doing running YouTube ads going to be compared to TV ads?
1: Yeah, YouTube it would it'd definitely be better. I think that's like where a lot of people do it now. I me. Mean, I hardly watch you know TV except for like you know a few shows. Um, And really, the only ads I would watch for YouTube would be, like,
0: games I'm interested in. I mean, even your social medias. Like, uh, man, Far Cry 6 is all over yes. Instagram.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Uh,
0: Juan Carlo, man. That dude is all over Instagram. I'm seeing his face all mm-hmm. the time. Uh, him and... Uh, few other video games man they're just on instagram on facebook wherever they can pump out those videos which i'm pretty sure they're paying you know god knows how much money to be elevated into that space for sure yeah but
1: i feel like that's gotta be cheaper than like being on a a network right i think think so i would think i I know nothing about that
0: (laughs) yeah i i have no idea what how they run their metrics yeah yeah
1: um yes i feel like the marketing, yeah, would be a lot cheaper, and because it's a remake and stuff, I don't know like how exact what engines they're using and stuff. Like if they were using a lot of assets, things like that. But you know, it's, it, I feel like it wouldn't cost as much, and since it's since it's now a remake, it's you don't have to worry about that whole like, oh no, people aren't going to know what this is. People are going to know Dead Space now.
0: I feel like they're going to be using their Frostbite engine because I think that's EA's go-to engine. Hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, it looks nice, but hopefully it doesn't have a shit ton of bugs. Yeah, there, well, there was not a lot of there were some bugs when I was replaying it, but there was nothing like game breaking.
0: I think the issue was like you hear about a lot of frostbite bugs. Yeah. but I feel like that's with the soccer games, because from what I understand what they were saying was uh, the soccer games really weren't that kind of gameplay style and all that wasn't really meant to be used on the frostbite engine.
2: Oh, okay. That's what
0: they wanted. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not a uh, software guy, so I could be totally wrong, but I think I that's could, what the I, issue.
1: I could see that because when when I played like a couple of the newer Madden games, that used the Frostbite. I noticed like this is pretty wonky, not like crazy bad, but it's like it's just off. Like there's it's just all over the place. It's not right.
0: Yeah, it was uh, another one that uses it that you can find some pretty hilarious compilations on is uh, UFC. UFC oh, you man, yes. you'll kick somebody in the fly. <laughs> just
1: all kinds I of have, yeah, I have seen that. It is crazy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm ho- I'm hoping um yeah the the revival of it really gets it uh going again. Maybe it will never be like a big franchise, but you know, just I feel like it, especially reading back doing the research on it. I feel like it was just kind of never got off to a, it never got its proper f- f- footing. And so now I feel like it's a, it's a second chance to do it, and I feel like you can actually nail it this time. Yeah, I I mean,
0: I really hope so, man.
1: Yeah, because like oh. I, I, definitely this is one of my favorite franchises, even if the, I haven't really played the third one. The first two have a very special place in my heart, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're definitely up there with uh, the Fallout series. Mm-hmm. I played a lot. played those a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. So like this... um would you want to like kind of like go into the second one more you think or you think this is a pretty good like we could delve into it as much as we think we can with just this uh
0: yeah man i don't mind uh, dropping into the second one um in fact yeah i kind of want to talk about that because the setting was vastly different because that the setting was like on a bigger kind of like city ship right yeah
1: and um i'd say it was definitely i don't think there weren't side quests i think it was still pretty linear but it was more definitely a lot more open space you had a lot more options to go different routes if i'm not mistaken
0: yeah well you know but speaking of the third one really quick is one thing i I don't know if you really got to see it but one thing i really liked about the third one is the optional side quests there were a lot of side quests um
1: and another thing I want to compare it to though is that when I was playing, when we were playing the third one. I was trying to like upgrade my weapons. I, I I might have been just way too tired or just overwhelmed with like all the new stuff. But like the crafting and stuff, it was just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not even going to attempt to do anything with this. Whereas in the first one, yeah, it was super simple, but it was very satisfying to like upgrade weapons like that. I felt like, ooh, I, I am doing my best to find all these power nodes and upgrading all these my uh gear and stuff like i, I like that system very simple not like any nothing like groundbreaking but it was very satisfying
0: yeah that's basically i feel like they definitely went with a quantity over quality uh, take on the
1: modding of, of
0: equipment for sure to, in my
1: opinion you know yeah like it, it was very simple like you know just reload speed movement speed power obviously capacity nothing crazy but it like especially though going like I played a little bit. I played like the first couple chapters on the second playthrough with like the power up weapons, and now having like just the plasma cutter cut through these things like nothing's like oh man, that is super cool. <laughs> and uh, the yeah, variety will... and, and the variety of weapons too. Uh, it's pretty nice as well. I I I think they actually do have a good variety of weapons in the first one.
0: Yeah, that is something I forgot to mention, man. That plasma <laughs> yeah. didn't leave my side the entire our time, which I think was one of the complaints of the game is. They did have, you know, a couple of other weapons, but they just they gave you like an OP badass gun from the get go. So what's the point?
1: Yeah, plasma cutter is the, definitely the best one. Um, pulse, rifle is, pulse rifle is good when like there's a shit ton of enemies you kind of need to get in the back off, especially with you have so much ammo for it. Um, I remember the Ripper. The Ripper is a really cool weapon, too, especially the, if you upgrade that alt fire, just that disc just <laughs> cuts through them easy. Hmm the line gun is nice uh, for like the baby ones because you can like take off all of their tentacles at once yeah man those... those little fuckers I know the the worst ones are oh, the jumping ones I forgot their name well the ones that like, just have the upper body and the tail and can like jump really far oh
0: no oh no okay they are. Okay, okay okay thank god yeah <laughs> for some reason my uh disconnected really
1: quick. Okay. It's probably different for me since I got mine, like, wired into, like, a a Wi-Fi extender. extender.
0: I have mine wired to my computer, but these are some really old uh, Astro A40s. Uh Um, Yeah. Hopefully, like I said, I do have a podcasting mic coming in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing too
1: expensive. Yeah, well, you don't need yeah you did um let me know i guess when we when we do another recording let me know how that one is and then if it's really good then i'll i'll buy it too i mean 30 bucks is nothing
0: yeah, yeah um uh, something, something cool you know You know, just something to get started out with yeah which uh you know any people who are listening I, we haven't uploaded our first episode yet but uh, i plan on after we're done with this uh, uploading it um i just want to say thank you to any listeners that uh we have if any uh, if we don't have any, uh, thank you to all the ghosts out there uh, listening. <laughs> I think already too.
1: I, I I can already tell just from the feeling and the way we've been talking. This this one we're talking this episode here, this dead space episode is. I feel like a lot more structured and uh, just well laid out <laughs> than the first one because the first one's just more of a
2: yeah
1: uh, uh, just a series of tangents and just a, a train of thought more than anything here it's definitely like i feel like we did a lot of better job focusing with like a few tangents here and there but
0: yeah you, i mean you did a badass job on your research
1: oh well hey you, you, you're doing the editing and shit so i <laughs> that's not something i can well like
0: <laughs> my two dollar and fifty cents worth of editing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that uh yeah I, that's something i definitely need to delve more into and uh see how to do better because it's
1: I'll, I'll learn that too and that's fine man you do that if you focus more on editing i can do like a little bit of the research too and since my schedule's not as crazy i can focus on playing the games a little more firsthand it's easy this is it's a team thing man yeah for
0: sure and a uh, shout out to rad Bran and the mm-hmm. gamers
1: channel yeah, G-V-M-E-R-S. They do, a. if you're interested in, like, a lot of, like, you know, they do a lot of the uh, the Rise and Fall series. So if you, like, games are like, I wonder what happened there, like, with Medal of Honor and things like that. They do a great job going through the developmental history and, like, things that, what went right at first and then kind of just, what well, fell apart, what caused it.
0: So with the Dead Space, what really stuck out to you in that video from them? They maybe said... Uh, was the lead contributor to the, the fall?
1: You know, if I were to say, just, you know, we just couldn't make its money back. And whether I think a lot of that was, I don't know if they did a poor, I, I never really, it really believe the first one was crazy too, because they said the development kind of went smooth. Obviously you have hiccups here and there, but it wasn't like stuck in a, you know, developmental hell or nothing. There was nothing that was like drastically changed. Some things, but nothing that would make you go like, "Oh, wow, that that must have cost him an arm and a leg."
0: And I will say, like, when we were talking about it, uh, mm-hmm. it seemed like while it wasn't, you know, while it was like, you know, critically acclaimed, like a lot of people really enjoyed the game, it mm-hmm. never really got its footing and took off, off of, uh, financially.
1: Yeah, I think the timing of it—it it was like I said—it was in a. You always have competition with games, but that year in that month that holiday season specifically fucking brutal (laughs) like it was really brutal
0: and if i'm not mistaken during that video because i I did see it i I love that channel um -hmm. one of the the main contributors at least with the second game like you were saying earlier was that uh your mom wouldn't like this or whatever Mm -hmm. uh campaign which i like i said i enjoyed as a high Mm -hmm. school kid. of course but i'm pretty sure many mothers did actually actually look at it and be like nah yeah not nah. And
1: yeah, then i do like this yeah i guess maybe it was it felt, maybe some people fell into the more like oh this is for children if you're it's only for children but then it kind of backfires because like this is rated m then why are you trying to market this you know towards underage kids you know yeah so it's like i said at the time if you were like a, a high school kid they're beautiful but you know you're not gonna be, you don't have the power to buy it yourself
0: and but that's the whole world man i mean look i mean look at vapes look at energy <laughs> drinks uh, yeah, that's true i mean everything that's
1: true well it doesn't cost 40 million you know to develop those <laughs> things i mean nothing i'm aware of maybe it does have like a whole like year's worth of supply but for a game that's a little different because it's just you know that's the product yeah for sure for sure yeah um i i honestly just maybe just bad luck or maybe you just uh, maybe spending too much on marketing and not marketing well. Probably a double whammy there. You know, it's kind of spending money in the wrong places. Um, and then maybe by the time they really did sell well, because I know the I know the second game sold four million, which okay. is a lot, which is a lot better, obviously. Hmm. Uh, you know, four times as much. But even then, the budget again. I oh, oh, if we do when we do the episode of the second one, I'll have the exact numbers. But the budget was a little higher. I think it was probably like fifty, sixty million. Mm -hmm. And then the marketing, then about the same thing, probably. So four million right there, you sell it for sixty bucks. That's two hundred forty million. Yeah. But again, you probably see half of that, and that's if you sold them all at sixty.
0: At the full retail sixty. Well, those would have to be two hundred forty individual buys that eventually somebody did sell to GameStop, right? I'm Not really sure how those metrics go, but
1: as I'm saying, like let's just say, like <clears> the, <throat> let's just say, like if they sold four million, four million, and they sold all, like and just and for just to make it simple, they did all sell at sixty dollars retail. That's two hundred forty million. Isn't the rule of thumb like uh, your the what you call it? The production, not production, the publishers would see like half of that. Unless it's like unless it's like on digital, which, you, you know, you see a higher percentage of that.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I, I really think during that time, digital hadn't even started. Yeah, really. it was
1: like a little bit. So like at best, one hundred fifty million. So with a budget of like maybe 50 or 60 million. With marketing, then you're probably looking at a small profit if that, you know?
0: Yeah, small to EA, because I know EA is definitely a uh, numbers company. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, but like I will say, yeah, if you just sold that many and you still only make, like, 10 to that could be... Obviously, that's a lot of money for us, but I can see in the grand scheme of things for a big company that's spent that much money you go, oh, shit, that wasn't a lot.
0: Yeah, man. Another thing, too, as far as those companies go is, you know, the development hell, you know, how these guys are putting their blood and soul exactly. and getting divorced, e- you know, and how much money they should actually be getting paid—that's going unpaid. I you know a lot of people are being sued uh, mm-hmm. for overworking their people and not paying them for that. I
1: well, I mean, I think what was the last one. Even with like the Last of Us Two, that was a big thing. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean that's just not me picking on them. Every pretty much every game is guilty of that. I mean, if you can Cyberpunk Two, you know, uh, and then I'd say with that, like I said, whether it was like. I'm, I'm assuming it was the higher ups that probably put pressure on them to make the third one more action-oriented, uh, or maybe that was always the plan. I'm not—I'm not gonna go into that, yes, because I—I don't know. But in any case, either way, I could see why they'd want to go in a different direction because they probably thought, well, this isn't exactly working, so let's try to, you know, spread out. Let's try to reach a higher uh, market, a larger market, and it just really didn't work because it wasn't like it was fun and it's still controlled well, but definitely there are like better shooters out there. There were definitely at the time too, I know there were like better co-op shooter games, you know, yeah, you're not going co- to co- co- go to Dead. You don't go to dead space for that. That's more of like a side thing. You could definitely do that. And I think because of that, like, like I said, I didn't even get it. Cause I thought mm, that doesn't look like it's for me. Yeah. So, I, I, uh... I'm sure a lot of people had that uh, thought and didn't sell well. And I don't think it was one factor. It was, like, I guess maybe just, like, a, at least not that I know of yet. The culmination, just, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts, you know? Yes. You oh, know, man. No, like, no person that made this all happen, no specific moment. Uh, it was just, you know, just a series of bad, bad luck, you know? A series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Because even with the third one, even though I... I wasn't like in love with it. I mean, just based on what I played, it wasn't
0: bad. It was just fine, though. Yeah. I, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, having beat the whole thing, it, uh, it definitely could be better. Um, I didn't like how they just drifted so far from the horror elements, and it was just, it was a lot of action. There were some creepy parts, but yeah. it was mostly jump scares. I feel like there wasn't a lot of environmental storytelling. Uh, I mean, there were some cool elements that they added, like the introduction of the alien species and all this and yeah, that. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't really want to spoil it, like I said, but uh, even though it isn't old, it's <laughs> No, I didn't but, say it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good, though. It was good. Like, it, it definitely went that Resident Evil 5 route or that Fear 3 route, for me at least. I think for a lot of people, really. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't know the numbers on that
1: haven't gone to that yet but like i said yeah just <laughs> kind of it's it's a little disappointing when i was looking into it i'm like crap it's just it's kind of like doomed from the beginning almost <laughs> even yeah. if it wasn't so obvious but like i said hopefully this remake does it i mean it, hell and it's i mean the, it, that kind of inspired us to kind of like go into this again go down memory lane and go like is this as good as i remember and for me it definitely was it, and, and I'm super stoked to try out the second one. And see, like, all right, I remember the second one being a masterpiece. So let's see if that holds up. I think it will. Yeah, I think so too. Like I said, I already know the beginning is gonna like get my blood pumping. So <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll guess uh, we'll, we'll try to have that out then in a couple of weeks, maybe. I think should, I mean, I have, I have plenty of time now that I'm at home, so I can I can yeah, beat that game uh, for quick. sure, man. I, mean, like, I guess we do a sure. similar thing, like you just want to watch, you'll probably only have to watch videos on it. I'll try to, I'm not going to try to like, sort, uh, you know, breeze through it because obviously I don't want to like put pressure on myself and like not enjoy the game and just rush through it. Yeah, I think uh would yeah, be a good one. Yeah, you definitely do it, especially now that uh, I'm, I think I'm used to like the mouse and keyboard now with that game. And I it's not really long. I beat the first one like in about 10 and a half hours. Now it's me like searching around, trying to find, you know, all the little secrets and stuff. Mm. So I'm assuming the second ones could probably be around like 11 or 12 hours.
0: Yeah. I think they added a nice little chunk to it. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, definitely maybe in a week or two, that'd definitely be a good uh, next episode. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you want to end it here? Yeah, we've, we've we've talked a good amount on it. Honestly, I feel like now the
1: the next one we do is going to be mainly on the second game. That's good. Well, I don't know. We probably still talk about it a lot, depending on. I guess just I don't remember much of the story though, So I maybe you can talk more about how they like, they fleshed out the universe in that game because I think that's what it really focused on was fleshing out a lot of that lore.
0: Yeah, I think they really did a better job uh, with that one. But I feel like they're really trying to come into their own at, with that second game. They knew they had some, some mm-hmm. Um and they I feel like they're really riding on the fact that hey, we got to sell.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they, they 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 had a formula, but they they knew not just to do the exact same thing. They you know, they added a few things, and again, from what I remember, they did well, and I I, I think. Uh, If I make a guess right now, I think I would have given that game, like, ai don't like doing halves, but I would say, like, near perfection, like a nine and a half and a ten is what I would have given it originally.
0: What I remember in my memory is it just being a perfect blend of horror and action, like Fear Mm -hmm. Mm
1: 2. That's what I remember, too. I think the bosses were a little better. Um, They added some varieties in the enemies, which is crazy because they already had a good amount. But And, uh, like I said, I think another thing that helped is Isaac. Actually, he's talking. <laughs> yeah, and the whole mental aspect of it too. Now you really do have to wonder, like, what you, how much of you're seeing is real or not.
0: I think that's yeah, a nice little touch as well. Just losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely play up that aspect that he is uh, crazy. He, I mean, because in in the second or in the first game, they really made it seem like he wasn't uh, affected. Uh, I mean, obviously, he probably has some scarrings or you know maybe PTSD from the experience, but not. Affected in the same way that uh, people who were under the marker spell, like like the same way Michael Altman wasn't. Yeah. But in that second one, they kind of made it clear, like no, he uh, he really did it did take a toll. The experience did take a toll. sometime yeah, just, after
1: just in a different way.
0: Yeah. So I did enjoy that.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so no, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Um, really enjoyed my first time with that game. It was a little rough at first, like I said, just getting used to it and. It's a lot different playing a game for like I guess a specific reason. Like this is still a hobby, but now it's kind of like I'm playing space. I would not have been playing that game just on my own. So it's a little bit of a different experience, especially like especially like taking notes during it, like pausing and going like, "Ooh, I need to remember this."
0: Yeah, I have them all, you know. But yeah, you're right. Without this, I probably wouldn't go back and play them again. (laughs) I got a full plate. I'm trying to play uh, Far Cry uh, Six. I'm trying to play you know, PSVR, whatever else is coming out now. You know, even Call of Duty uh was it Cold War? You know? Yeah. Um, I yeah. Mean, I mean I'd like to
1: replay those too. I like, just see like <laughs> one games I feel like we'd be hard to replay would be RPGs because that's just like so much time. <laughs> Yeah,
0: you really Like I would love to go to Skyrim again, but that's like all right, see you in two months (laughs) You know what? And I just I, I can't, man. Like I bought the uh PS4 version and I have yet to really play it. I bought it in VR. That's and that amazing. is like just a beautiful experience man it's just a whole nother level but man it is a sweaty ass time because you're standing in this <laughs> hot you know fucking headgear on your face and it's just you're sweating you're fogging up the little screen dude it's it, dude, you know but at imagine. the same time it's like you know you're actually controlling a bow you're actually swinging <laughs> up. so yeah. i do look kind of like a dumb ass you know with, i mean to like, be
1: fair i think anyone does in vr <laughs> No, but the sword-finding I look like
0: a total fucking clutch. Like, I'm just kind of slapping the sword in the face.
1: Could you imagine Dead Space in VR? I think I'd puke. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I would probably have a heart attack, especially that opening scene. (laughs) Yeah, I just... Oh,
1: my God, I was thinking about that. Like, I know Resident Evil 7 in VR is intense, so fucking Dead Space, oh, God. Yeah, that's a no-go for me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man, I think... I think we a yeah, good talk here. I think we did all we could about the, a good overview of the entire series and really did a pretty good one. Yeah, good in-depth on the first one. Um, final verdict of that, 9 out of 10, it's still a great game. Very, I think for me, influential and holds up incredibly well. If, you, if for some reason you have not played that game, go
0: play it. Yeah, I think I'd give it maybe an 8.5 and... Mm-hmm. Just where I'm coming from is like I said, I had a different experience. I'm, I'm yeah. watching somebody, um, you know. I'm not. I'm, I kind of have to go along with whatever he, he wants. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that definitely 8.5. Um, yeah, that's the same, same. Yeah, very good game. Yeah, I, that, it, good. I mean, there's some issues with it, but it's definitely a classic game that I, I love. And to be yeah. honest, I would say that nope, my uh, kids when they get old enough can enjoy it.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. At least when you're old enough to understand it's not real and you're not going to like shit yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they so might shit themselves anyway. It, might. it is a scary game.
1: <laughs> well,
0: Either that or they'll be like, the PS7
1: looks way better than this. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> 2008 game, so cut us
0: some slack. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, man, I, uh, I love you, bro. And, uh, you know, if you're still listening to two sick guys talking you know one highly medicated men <laughs> yeah which i'm i got evelyn did the whole uh you know rub vix on my chest and on my back and the bottoms of my feet and all that shit you, know, you like, know how it is
1: yeah i got like fucking blood thinners and painkillers in me so <laughs> but you got a good old max pain going on oh yeah no, no liquor though no no none of that though <laughs>
0: You definitely don't want the le- leathery skin and the fucked up liver
1: no don't need that but that's another good game maybe in the future we can go through <laughs> yes
0: that and uh, one uh, before we leave I'd really like to get into which I know you you're not a fan of this genre but the telltale walking dead series I,
1: I'm willing to give it a chance you know something like this I, I said it, it's always good to like, to feel for uh, for us to try games that we're, we come in with different angles at just to get like a you know difference of opinion Sure. Well, uh thank you all for listening. Hope this one was a lot more structured. And you, you got something out of it, whether you have played this game before and loved it, and just want to hear someone else takes on it, take on it, or for some reason, you know, maybe you're a Gen Z or a Zoomer you're just like, what the hell is Dead Space? You can, hopefully, this gets you interested in it, interested in it, and you you give it a shot. It's, it's definitely worth a playthrough. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, well unrelated brother i like to say i love you too had fun and in our next episode it will be uh dead space 2 yeah man all right all right well take care of y'all you take you take care too jerry you have a good night I take care brother be safe all right you too love you love you too man all right bye